Hey, it's Bruce Hilliard with today's most excellent guest, Steve Blaze, lead guitarist in one of the hottest rock bands I've heard in years, Lillian Axe. The latest album, From Womb to Tomb, will be released on CD on August 19th on Global Rock Records. This is the band's first new album in 10 years, and it comes ahead of their first UK headline dates in 29 years. Coming up, a few cuts from the LP written by our guest Steve Blaze, and a chat with Steve. Welcome to the Better Each Day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Today's show is brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. The album, From Womb to Tomb, starts out with a heartbeat. An embryo heartbeat.
Hi, Bruce. How's it going, buddy? Hey, pretty good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic, man. Where are you located? I am in Mandeville, Louisiana, which is, uh, I guess, uh, about a half hour from New Orleans. So you're originally from New Orleans, right? Yep. Born and raised. Yes, sir. Still here. <laughs> and you're in Seattle? Yeah. Yeah, I'm up in Seattle. We're okay. getting some warm weather right now. It's a rare occurrence. Is it really? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, we're, we're in the 90s and the 100s, et cetera, down here, so... We got the worst weather down here, there's no doubt. That's what they tell me. I've never been down there. Never been down there? Okay. No. Come on down, man. We'll take care of you. We'll show you around. Yeah, same. Likewise with you. We could have a good time getting a lot of trouble up here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't know which three songs to add because there's a chronological format to this thing, and I'd be breaking it up. So (laughs) I don't know what to do. Okay. Yeah, so this is all recorded. So I can say anything okay. stupid I want, cool. and I can edit it out later. I do it all the time. Oh, no problem. Yeah. I'll join you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how poorly I spoke until I started doing this show. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, you sound fine. I tell you what, though, that was the best um, education for me. Because I started doing like, radio interviews and stuff when I was probably in my late teens when I first started. Because so I, I, I love doing I like talking to people and yeah. I, I enjoyed it. So even way before we were even signed, I was doing lots of radio stuff, uh, DJing and, you know, getting interviewed for local shows. And I'd listen back and I'd be, oh, my God, I sound horrible. It's like, where did I get this accent from? Uh, so I really like uh, over the years, really like worked on my enunciation and et cetera. And I used to have kind of that New Orleans, Brooklyn accent a little bit in high school, I think. So I kind of worked on that a little bit. Even now and then it pops out, but uh, yeah, that's the best way to do it. You listen to yourself, because you hear yourself differently tonally than you do uh, in your head than you do on actually recorded, so it's, uh, but that's what makes it get better, right? Yeah, and it's true. I don't detect any accent at all on you. You speak broadcast. Good. <laughs> so. it's, it's, it's taking some time, but I'm getting there. So you get an A. This album <laughs> looks like it was a uh, you've been thinking about it for a long time, and uh, you just kind of know it was time to put it together. Yeah, I actually um, a friend of mine told me uh, recently. He said, "I remember nine years ago you told me about the title from Womb to Tomb and your idea for this album." So I was like, "Yeah, it, it didn't seem that long ago, but I actually had the idea and the uh, the concept in my head." Uh, a long time ago. Like um, how long ago? And like probably, I think the whole concept has been in my head for 20, 30 years. Wow. But the title and actually, you know, after our last studio record um, that I kind of felt like, you know what, this is where I want to go with this next. And uh, <laughs> we actually started recording it three years ago. We've done it very incrementally in um, in sections because I don't like to, you know, there, there, there's some uh, artists, and even in the past, at the very beginning, they go in and they cut all the tracks, all the drums, and then do all the bass, and then do all the guitars, etc., and then all the vocals. Um, I changed that a long time ago. I like to do it one song at a time. That way, there's no, you don't have to change your mindset. You don't have to have the, a homogenized sound on everything. As you're recording on that song, everything dives into that arrangement and the layers and the instrumentation and the and everything uh, for that particular song. So, um, the first song we recorded was "Breathe," which was the first song in the record. Then after that was done and it was where I wanted it, 
then we go to the next song. So not only is the is recorded thematically, but it's chronologically as well. So um, that's why the last song in the record was Ascension, which was the final song in the record. So we recorded it in order that it would be placed on the record. So that way we could get that mindset in. And it was, it's been really very emotional and uh, a lot of hard work on this, probably harder work than any other record we've ever done. Um, just uh, taking a long time, but um, the end result, um, I, it came out uh, even better than I have thought it anticipated it would. It's super good. And, you know, most of the time, uh, for people that don't know, yeah, you might you might use a recording from two years ago and plug it in with something that you just did and then right. redo something. Or, yeah, what you just described, I don't know if anybody ever does it that way. I, I don't know, and I think a lot of times it doesn't get done like that because in a lot of recording scenarios now, you have band members that live in different parts of the yeah, world yeah. or country or whatnot. We're fortunate that we're all kind of close our drummers in Dallas but the rest of us are right here within 30 minutes of each other so when we go in there the whole band's in there recording at the same time you know unless we're doing vocals and it's just me and Brent and the engineer but uh you know when we're doing the music drums bass guitars etc uh we're all in there together so um you know we're able to kind of feed off each other and uh it, it just works out that way I think we can concentrate more on that one piece rather than worry about, okay, we got the drums on that one. Let's go do the drums on the next one, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're all playing together, et cetera. And I think it works out better that way. Yeah. And the fact that you're all together in flesh and blood is pretty cool too. You know, everybody's sending really stuff is. back and forth. It's, it's a tough way to do it. I think, yeah, good old fashioned stuff. It's, it works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yes, indeed. So it, we feel more comfortable doing it like that too. I think it allows us to just concentrate in that one moment at that one piece. So you, you really hadn't done anything for a while, correct? Recording wise. Well, actually, um, we, uh, we put, uh, one song out called the weeping moon about five years ago or so when I was kind of shopping studios for the next record and Malico studios is in Jackson, Mississippi, and it's predominantly an R and B, uh, blues based studio. I guess you would say a lot of the acts have been, it's an amazing studio. The people there, Wolf and Kent are just like the best people there. And, um, I wanted to see, you know, cause it's very important. If you have an engineer that's on the same page as you are, I've worked with some engineers that were, they've all been good, but some, you just have this, uh, con, uh, I don't know, extra sensory connection with them, you know, unspoken, uh, communication. And I've had that in a couple of, uh, situations, but, um, you know, going into a new one, I never knew exactly how it was going to work out. So I went to do this one track, it's called the weeping moon and it's all acoustic guitars and strings and, uh, uh, timpanis, et cetera. And so no, no drums, but I said, I just want to get a feel. And it came out so well, I mean, his, uh, vision for how to record my ideas was just smack on and he just uh, he's brilliant brilliant engineer and uh so the studio was fantastic the owners were great and so i said yeah we're going to go ahead and we're going to do the next record there so that's kind of what we were doing in the meantime but we put out one night in the temple which is a 
an, an acoustic live double CD with a, a DVD of the whole experience, which is like two and a half hour DVD of the whole thing with lots of interviews in between the songs and cuts, et cetera. And it really came out really, really well. But, you know, we were playing, we were doing shows and, and, and whatnot. We were just trying to find the right uh, label situation at the time. Um, the label that we were on for the last record and for that was, um, you know, they were kind of having some financial stress. So it was like, uh, you know, kept putting us off to do the next record. And then I got uh, an offer from, from Global Rock. Uh, to not only reissue our whole catalog, but to have us do this new record and put out this anthology called Psalms for Eternity we put out about two, two three months ago, kind of the precursor to this new record. So, and, and they are, you know, they love the band and uh, they gave us a great deal and we just uh, couldn't be happy right now. So, you know, we're getting ready August 19th, it comes out mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to the UK for a week, do seven shows over there. We're doing Monsters on the Mountain Festival, We've got Rock Timber coming up, and then we'll see as this thing comes out where we go as far as touring and playing are concerned there. And um, so, you know, just getting geared up, man, but feel feel really good. We never sit still, I can promise you that. We haven't, I hate not putting out records for so many years. I would yeah. put one out a year if I possibly could. It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but at least every couple of years, and hopefully we'll continue on with that pattern, but... There's a lot on this record for people to digest, so I'm, um, I'm thrilled about it.
what I've heard of it is really good. It's it's Thank really, you very much. Really, really dynamic and intense too, and it's clear though. You can hear everything. It's it's rare. I, I like it a lot. It is. It really did come out that, and and I attribute that to not only uh, the band playing so well, but Kent's ear and his ability to. Because that was the thing I was really concerned about. It's like I can't sit there and tell you I want it to sound like this record. I want it to sound like that record, or I don't. I want it. I want it to be unique in itself, but I want that power and the dynamic and the emotion to be prevalent. So there's lots of layers. There's lots of cool things and nothing stays the same in the song. It's not repetitive. You know, I like to like, if we're going from verse one to verse two, something's going to be a little different than the first one. Maybe another harmony, an addition to a new instrument or whatever. Um, But always just keeping it interesting and having it a soundscape. So when you listen to this thing, it's wide and it's comfortable. It's not that irritating high mid thing and the kick drums that sound like, you know, cardboard boxes. I want it warm. <laughs> you, you just know, described and, and millions of recordings I've heard. <laughs> there are, there are, there's, you know, and, and everybody thinks differently. And sometimes I think a band may not really have a lot to do or say with it. Cause they go in with an engineer or somebody and that's kind of the engineer's uh, sonic, uh, interpretation, so to speak. Yeah. So that's why, you know, I, I wanted to make sure they had an engineer because I talked to Kent from the beginning, like, this is what I want. And he captured it, you know? And um, and then we had Ted Jensen, who mastered it, who's freaking brilliant. I mean, he did the new Ghost record. He did Eagles, Hotel California, Billy Joel, The Stranger. This guy's done some of the biggest records of all time. I was going to say, so he doesn't work with anybody any good then, huh? Yeah, right, exactly. So he, I mean, but you go look at Ted Jensen's uh, discography and it's, oh my God, he did that. that it's, it's insane. Wow. So yeah. um, we're honored to have had him do it. He did such a good job on this. It's clean and clear and it's powerful, you know? And you can crank it up loud and you, you're not distorting and you're not, it's, it's that feeling that, it not only does it sound good, but it feels good when you when you have it on, you know. So, um, all indications uh, it came out exactly, uh, even beyond what I anticipated. So I got to know I'm a guitar player. How do you get your guitar? Right. Yeah, what what are you using predominantly, especially in the solos? Well, um, I have my own signature guitar pickup that just came out a couple of months ago. Uh, it's called the blaze bucker and it's a humbucker that, that, um, through a company out of Baton Rouge, Jeff Richard, his company is uh Carondelet guitar and bass pickups. And he makes these fantastic pickups, but he approached me and said, Hey, why don't you have your own signature pickup? And I said, quite honestly, I just never thought about it. Never really was approached. He said, come to the shop. We're going to do a signature blaze pickup. So we got together with a bunch of guitars and pickups and amps and everything and designed, um, I basically say he designed it, but I told him what I was looking for and what was lacking in other pickups. And he created the blaze bucker and it's amazing pickup. We just, they're hand wound. They're, they're, uh, just, I mean, when you hear the difference, it's really amazing. And not only how it sounds, but the way it feels when you're playing, it's, it's smoother. You get more harmonic, uh, tone to every single note. And it, and it sounds so good. So uh, on a lot of these songs, cause I actually had my guitars 
installed with these halfway through the album. So um, I can I can hear a difference on some of the things, but um, I I use a fractal and I use PV amps, and um, you know I tell people this all the time because everybody's always like, "What do you own oh, your tones this and that?" And, and I, every every album I've used different amps depending on what I was into at that time. But the tone, honestly, uh, and you probably know this as well, three quarters of your tone is in your hands. Yeah. You know, you could take Eddie Van Halen and yep. put him on um, a, you know, a banded amp and it'll sound like Eddie Van Halen. So you have the right engineer, the right tone, and, and you find the right tone that you use. Because I used pretty much the same setting. You know, we tweak it a little bit. A little less gain, a little this, you know, a little more delay. We took whatever worked for the song. So, you know, it wasn't like this was the standard guitar sound and we're going to use this just like this on every single song. We did the song and then we would play along the whole band and we'd hear, oh, we need a little more of this here, that. I want to layer this here, add some different guitar parts to kind of uh, fill things out here and there. So it was approached like that. But live, I use a fractal. Um, I have uh, a couple of pedals. I use the Tremonti Wah pedal, which I love. Um, I use PV amps and custom uh, KJL cabinets, which uh, a local guy made some custom cabinets with 30s in it. Then I have my Blaze Bucker pickups. That's my basic stuff. I mean, I have my, my fractal, all the my uh, my presets are all. You know, we I worked with a guy that knew how to uh, program the, the fractals well. We went in. We found, you know, we tweaked it to where, okay, these are my, my presets. Live, I have, I use eight different effects and, and the wah that are in the fractal and a couple of external effects. And um, then I have two dirty channels with different uh, amounts of delay on them and then two clean channels with different delay settings. And I can adapt and adjust the effects and add or subtract effects on each one of those presets then I have a couple of other that are like a little cleaner, just a little dirty, this and that. But um, everything that I need is right there in the fractal. I can pack it in a suitcase, go to China, take it out, and, and as long as there's a power amp and a cab, uh, I'm going to have my sound. And uh, But I use the PVJSX heads because the, the, the tube power is uh, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's clean, and it's, it gives me exactly what I'm looking for. So I've been with them for a long time. What kind of strings do you use? I use SIT strings. Um, been with them for a long time. Occasionally, I use Ernie Balls as well. On acoustics, I think we're using Martin acoustic strings. I just wonder um, about the gauge or if you tune it down. Nine, half step I use or something. standard nine, oh, yeah. nine to forty-two. Yeah, okay. and uh, we do, we do, we do. Uh, the whole all our guitars are half step down, and we have. Um, a few songs that have uh, unique open D tunings and we have a few that are drop D's as well. But for the most part, we're, we're a half step down. Yeah, you're really a strong player, but yeah, it sounded like, yeah, it's you either have a light gauge or you're down a half a step. And I really didn't go through the music to determine why is that in a weird key? I don't know if you, yeah. Yeah. Everything's pretty much just a half step down, you know, yeah. every, all the, uh, other than the drop D stuff is it. I think there's two songs, The Golden Dragon and The Great Deception, are dropped D. Now, there is a song called From the Mountaintops, and the entire guitars are tuned down two and a half steps to open to OC. Uh, and, you know, 
uh, you, the low E is down to B. So it's a regular tuning, like a regular guitar, but everything's way down. So it's like when you're hitting those low strings, it's like very guttural, but still big and, and orchestral <laughs> at the same time. It's fun to, fun to play like that, just to see what it Oh, does. yeah, but the problem is keeping guitars in tune, yeah. the looser the strings are, you know? So you have to oh, yeah. really... Oh, yeah, and the tack is extremely sharp, and when it sustains, it goes flat. So you have to figure out what exactly. part of the note do I want. <laughs> <Burr>. <laughs> exactly. And adjust your fingering. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw the rule book guy out, you know? I don't want any rules. I want to... Whatever works, works, you know. Exactly. That's how I feel. Whatever comes out of the speaker. From the mountaintops. The time has come for me to leave. Time has come for me to leave 
and you not be bereaved for everything about me is in you I listened to Breathe the whole way through just because it was intriguing. I thought, what, where are they right. going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I see 007, you have a license to kill as well. Yeah, well, I tried to get Steve Blaze, but somebody had already taken it. So, so he went and, for 007. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I just like, what's the quickest thing I can no, think of right here? No, oh, I don't want to use 69. Somebody probably already used that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. And uh, yeah, yeah, stay in touch. Let me know what's happening. Hopefully, I'll uh, get a chance to come see, you or we'll maybe see you in Seattle. But if you ever come down here, man, we'll uh, we'll take care of you. Somehow, I think that might happen. I don't know why I think that, but anyway, yep. Thanks for your time, Steve. It was great talking to you. Thanks, Bruce. Take care, buddy. See you later. Make a better stay in Listening to the Better Each Day Podcast Radio Show with Bruce Hilliard. We'll be back with a new horizon, but until then, honor the future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better. <laughs> <laughs>